Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. I'm Colin True. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for an outdoor movie review presented by The Rock Fight. Today we are heading to Greendale, California, a bodaciously small town, a fly speck on the map, a rest stop on the way to a ski slope, a place where you can't even buy real drugs, but you can ski the K-12. That's right, our hearts are broken, and we may just be better off dead. We're going to have a look at the movie and more importantly, the outdoor elements of the movie to determine if Better Off Dead is in fact not simply a memorable comedy from the mid 80s, but is in fact the greatest ski movie ever made. And most importantly, we'll either give Better Off Dead the rock fight stamp of approval or erase the movie from all human consciousness. Spoilers are permissible from here on out, so if you haven't seen Better Off Dead, a movie that came out in 1985, which is currently available to buy or rent on Apple TV, continue at your own risk. Okay, the synopsis for Better Off Dead. Lane Meyer, played by John Cusack, is a teen with a peculiar family and a bizarre fixation with his girlfriend, Beth. When Beth dumps Lane, he decides to kill himself, making bumbling attempts at suicide. Outside of his morbid endeavors, Lane spends time with his buddy Charles DeMar, a.k.a. Curtis Armstrong, a.k.a. Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, and befriends Monique, played by Diane Franklin, a visiting French exchange student. Eventually, Lane resolves to race Beth's obnoxious new beau on the ski slopes, the aptly named Roy Stalin, with unexpected results. I'm going to go ahead and spoil the end of this episode and let you know that there is no way in hell I wouldn't give Better Off Dead the Rock Fight stamp of approval. This movie is important to me the only way something from your childhood can be important. The first time I saw Better Off Dead, I was in sixth grade. And my friend Chris Wilson and I watched it at his house because he had cable and I didn't. And therefore, he had access to all sorts of cool stuff that I couldn't see. And because of that night in 1986, I spent 37 years saying the following. Gee, I'm real sorry your mom blew up, Ricky. Go that way really fast. If something gets in your way, turn. It's got uh, raisins in it. You like raisins. This is pure snow. It's everywhere. Have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is? I want my two dollars. Those lines are baked into not just my vocabulary, but the way I think. My kids have no idea what any of them mean, but they've heard me say all of them. And let me settle any lingering debate right now. This is a ski movie. I've seen some moronic stances on the internet trying to say that this is a slapstick comedy that features skiing. To that I say, nay, this is a ski movie. Scroll all the way back to the fourth episode of this show, where in one fell swoop I ended the national debate and definitively declared Point Break the best surf movie of all time, and the case there applies to ski movies. If it's a ski movie of the Warren Miller persuasion, only the most hardcore of the hardcore is going to be interested. Here. I'll prove it to you. <clears throat> Question number one. Have I ever had a bad day when out skiing? No, I haven't. And I include an epically icy day at Cannon Mountain in New Hampshire in that statement. Skiing is not the number one activity on my favorite things to do outside list, but it's awesome. It's so much fun, and I love it. Question number two. Have I ever enjoyed a, quote, Warren Miller-style ski film? No, I haven't. What's interesting about watching someone else ski? 
Ski filmmaking was tailor-made for social media. I want 15-second clips of the kings and queens of Corbett's and then get the hell out of there. And I feel the same way about mountain bike films, surf films, running films, all sports I gravitate towards more than skiing or snowboarding. If you're getting 60 to 120 minutes of my valuable time, you better have a story to tell. If that story can be built into six ski shots, I'm all for it. So what qualifies as a good ski movie? Well, it's the same as any sports movie. Does the sport factor into the plot? If the answer is yes, it qualifies. For example, is Rocky a boxing movie or a drama about a blue-collar guy trying to find his way in the world? The answer, it's a boxing movie that tells the dramatic story about a blue-collar guy trying to find his way in the world. Better Off Dead is a ski movie about a broken-hearted teen. And when it comes to the era of ski movies it comes from, it's a goddamn miracle and easily the best one. Seriously, what other ski movie from the 80s or 90s could I even talk about in 2023 without getting myself canceled? Better Off Dead has one or two eyebrow-raising lines that you can make the case would still pass muster these days. That's incredible for a screwball ski comedy from 1985. But transcending the typically inappropriate dialogue and sight gags you find in most of its peers is not the only reason that Better Off Dead stands above the rest. The high school romance story, surrounded by hilarious and subtle visual comedy, all leading to the big race at the end of the movie, is just amazing. Instead of doing the whole underdog athlete trying to make it in the ski world thing, Better Off Dead is light and breezy when it comes to the stakes, but full court press when it comes to the comedy. I mean, this flick has multiple animation sequences, which is the hallmark of the writer and director of the movie, Savage Steve Holland. And none of them feel forced or out of place. Who else out there could put a Van Halen video featuring stop-motion animated cheeseburgers in the middle of their film and have it feel natural? Scorsese? Tarantino? Coogler? Am I saying that Savage Steve Holland is the most underrated filmmaker of the last 40 years? Well, that's a question we'll answer when I do an outdoor movie review of the boating scenes from One Crazy Summer. Look, I could talk about Better Off Dead ad nauseum, but my How to Build Your Own Space Shuttle Out of Household Items kit just arrived, so I need to wrap this up. So let's put a bow on it. Do the outdoorsy elements make this movie better? Yeah, they do. In fact, go watch the ski scenes. Better Off Dead was Holland's first feature, and the ski scenes are presented totally on par with any other ski movies of the day. And that doesn't even cover the amount of stunts, car races, and car crashes that are contained over the runtime of the film. I already told you how this episode was going to end, but even without my undying love, Better Off Dead earns the Rock White stamp of approval. So, treat yourself tonight. Whether it's for the first time or the hundredth time, watch Better Off Dead. Then go ski the K-12 yourself. Because if you make a run like that, the guys and girls will get sterile just looking at you. All right, everybody, that's our show for today. Do you have an outdoor movie that you'd like to see featured in a future episode? Or maybe you want to pick a rock fight with us? Get over here! Send your comments and suggestions to myrockfight at gmail.com. I'm Colin True. This is The Rock Fight. Thanks for listening. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC. LLC.